Hello there and welcome back to the Rainbow Cupcake Podcast. We are back again. This is season two. And with me, as always, I have Mega Muffin. Hello, world. Uh, we're back with another one, guys. Uh, welcome to our colorfully baked show where we talk about different topics uh, <laughs> and most uh, importantly of all, a neurodiverse, uh, a place for the neurodiverse. Uh, everyone who has their own story to tell about how they have uh, experienced the world. Uh, and in the spirit of... Uh, the beginning of a new season and the fact that we are going to be bringing more people as guests. I noticed that uh, maybe we talked a little bit too much about uh, the negatives of ADHD and how how we experience things right. And, And I wanted to talk a little bit about the positives uh, of ADHD and uh, in Mega Muffins and my life. Um, I am Raymond. If you're new to the podcast, um, and I have ADHD. I'm also trying to get diagnosed uh, to see if uh, I am autistic as well, um, and uh, but I'm still not sure about that. All I know is that I have ADHD at the moment, so that's what I'm going to mainly talk about, and that's what we're going to mainly talk about today. Uh, Meg has always has also been diagnosed with ADHD in the past, uh, but she hasn't been really diagnosed with anything else yet, but we believe that we're both, like if you have listened to the podcast before, we believe that we both could be autistic, we could have many other things in our lives that make us different from everyone else uh and we have shared our experience many many times in season one so go and check out those episodes if you like uh we also have people talking about their own experiences all over in our first season but like i said today we're going to talk about the positives of having adhd uh, what what you would what we can love about it um and uh, I really hope this helps out. In the words of my friend uh, Kendall, who came to the podcast as a guest, um, I believe that this is sort of like a gift. Um, I don't think it's either a good or a bad. Um, I think it's uh, in between, you know, but but it, I, I love the fact that he considered it a gift and that was really nice, I think. Uh, and, I, and this episode is not to put in any way any lightness upon how bad sometimes having a disability or disorder is. I know people with OCD usually don't have a positive spin on their disorder. Uh, I know that people with schizophrenia also don't have a positive spin on their disability or their experience. Uh, I know that there's quite a lot of people that have disabilities that don't have any real positives. (laughs) But 
for those who are neurodiverse, who do have positives, you gotta, we, we all have to learn how to cope and try to accept who we are, uh, in a way, you know, not, you have to try to get there so you can be able to love who you are as a person uh, and not just uh, one part of you and hate everything else. So, um, why don't you uh, introduce us to some of the positive things about having ADHD? Well, we have the undeniable power of ADHD. And I feel like that's something that we, uh, a lot of people like to say, like, well, ADHD is not a power. And it, 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 it's not. But at the same time, there's a lot of things that make us kind of awesome in a way. Uh, there's so many little things that we do things that we like to do, uh, the way we feel about things, the excitement. Our creativity. Our creativity. Um, in, in certain situations, ADHD can be a power. Uh, I think it's both a power and a curse. <laughs> but um, but it can be something positive. So what, what do we have here? The drive of ADHD hyperfocus. Hyperfocusing. Oh, the hyperfocus. Hyperfocus is not something that you can just do automatically. It's not something that we like automatically do. But when we hyperfocus on a task or something that we're doing, something that interests us, something that is uh, awesome. We're able to do so many things. Like, uh, Mega Muffin hyperfocuses a lot when she draws. Oh, yes. I do. I'm, like, very focused when I draw. And, you know, it's something that ADHD, when someone with ADHD loves something, they are passionate with it, they're going to be so hyperfocused that, I mean, it can up being success. Yeah. Uh, it's a mini, mini obsession with, with what you're doing and what you're performing, and if you know, uh, if you have gone to Mega Muffin's Instagram, you know that she's an amazing artist, uh, and she, like, her drawings are just beautiful, so her hyper-focus there, it's a, it's a positive, you know? It really indeed is. Real ADHD resilience. Hmm. And what, what did they say about this? We're reading off, a. Uh, 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 some kind of um, article about uh, the positives of ADHD. What, what did they classify it as? ADHD isn't always a walk in the park. We all face our share of disappointments and embarrassments over the years. But people with ADHD can push past setbacks, adapt to new strategies, and troubleshoot solutions to complex problems. We see the light at the end of the darkest tunnel. We pick ourselves up off the sidewalk when we fall. We smile through our tears, says Linda Rogley, I think that's the name, founder of the AD Diva Network for ADHD Women 40 and Better. Like, I think that is one of, the, uh, of our best qualities is the fact that we are able to adapt so quickly to things. 
uh, Meg and I have gone to very difficult situations in our past, uh, or various various situations that uh, would need a lot of adaptment and a lot of time to adjust for different people. But for us with ADHD, we tend to adjust pretty fast thanks to our non-awareness of time. Uh, so we just usually if we go through a week in a new house, that's it. that's our house now. Uh, it's easier to adjust. What, what do you think? I mean, it depends also the type of person you are. Because, I mean, like, for me, it takes me a couple of weeks or even months for me to leave something behind. But... Yeah, but, um, because, again, we, we have conflicts in between, like, ADHD and probably autism where it's hard for change to come. Like, it's it's hard for change. It, hard, changing is hard. Change is hard. But... Being able to move forward, like a lot of people would be depressed or would be just on a bad place all day or all week or all month. Well, I've seen you adapt to things pretty fast. Oh. I mean, I've seen you like go through something bad on one day and then the next day you're fine. Well, that's something I. Yeah. So. So yeah. Uh, what else do we have? A people person. A people person. We are. <laughs> <laughs> we like to help people a lot. Uh, we're very thoughtful. We really are. Um, it's something in us where we just feel more attached to people and. Uh, it's not about people policing, which it could turn into that, but it's more about we want everybody to be happy. Uh, we want to be around people because we want to feel like we belong somewhere and we we just like being around people so to hang out and stuff. What, what else does that say? Is this here, individuals with ADHD are bright, creative, and funny, Often using self deprecating. Self deprec. I'm sorry if I can't pronounce the word. Often using self deprecating humor to remind the world that perfection is wholly uninteresting. Their face challenges learn novel ways to manage their symptoms and develop a sense of hum- humility. Hum- I'm so sorry. Humility. Humility and self respect along the way. All these trials add to up to a person who is a pleasure to be around. Yeah, we we are very fun to be around. Honestly. Like, everybody everybody that we know, our friends and stuff, they like us a lot. Oh, yes. Uh, and we do make a lot of self-deprecating humor. I mean, depending on the person you are. But I, I speak <laughs> about myself all the time as a joke uh, most of the time. Uh, being like, man, I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, I, I, I'm pretty funny, according to people. I mean, I'm a very hyperactive person, so. <laughs> yeah, and you're pretty funny, too. But we don't do it on purpose. <laughs> it's something we can kind of control it. Because I've tried to be funny on camera, and it doesn't work. 
as much, you know, like be funny on camera. But when I'm with people, I am funny, but I don't know why, like in a certain way, like I say something that that was funny and I'm like, oh, like I understand why that is funny, but I'm like, uh, sometimes like I have the, the thought in my head, if I say this thing right now, people are going to laugh. Sometimes it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> what else does it say? Generosity and empathy. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, there's still a high sense of that. What does it say in the thing? Uh, Barbara, an ADD attitude reader from Virginia, writer that the thing she loves most about her son with ADHD is the generosity and his desire to please those he cares about. He is so protected of his younger sister. Individuals with ADHD are empathetic and practice kindness and generosity, whether it's by sharing a cookie or inviting a friend to cry on their shoulder. Yes. Uh, that mm -hmm. is something that we do a lot. Yes. Uh, we are very empathetic. It's, it's something that comes with the territory. Uh, our feelings are so high above uh, for, for our friends and the people that we love. Um, and we want to take care of them. We want to be there for them. Uh, it's something that is so beautiful inside of me. And I feel that's one of the biggest reasons why God has allowed this. And there's a gift in our lives. It's because it's something that, uh, it can drive us into becoming good people. Uh, and most of the, the disorders that we have, even if they're negative, like OCD and, and um, schizophrenia, uh, it drives for some people to become better, better towards others. Uh, I feel like there's very uh, it, it, the 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 person you become thanks to it is uh, is pretty incredible. Now that doesn't apply to everyone, of course. There's people with ADHD that uh, that are not very nice, that are kind of. Uh, uh, a bit of jerk sometimes, but, um, at the end of the day, they do care. Like there's some deep empathy on them. It's just that they choose not to like there, there's a choice here sometimes where, how, how do you express your emotions outwardly? Do you understand the emotions that are going through you? And if you don't understand those emotions, sometimes it's hard to even express them out there. So there, there's people that don't, you know, they don't care. Or they don't uh, want to express those feelings they have for empathy and stuff. As someone with, like, this this part of the article that I read, that we were mm -hmm. talking about, mm -hmm. it's something I was, like, pointing at myself, like, hey, that's something I relate. And mostly, like, it's something I have always done since little. Like, I have always liked to care for someone and you know when I meet someone I get very attached with that person which we were talking about that and I just love I'm a giver so I will give gifts to the people I care about I will give huge gifts to them I will care about them I will be like hey are you okay if you need a shoulder come with me all right you can cry right here I will listen to you I'm the type of person like that I'm pretty sure you are also like that too yeah yeah definitely <clears throat> I'm so sorry. <clears throat> Ingenious thinking. Mm, okay. We're able to harness our ADHD creativity in strange and wonderful ways. Mm. ADD attitude, 
contributor, contributor Linda Rogley struggled with filling her papers alphabetically, so she came up with her own system. The association in my head are one of a kind, she says. If my brain thinks of life insurance politicians and bicycle warranties the same way, that's how I file them. When I return to that folder, I'll find them both. Whatever works for us, right? Yeah, uh, we become with, we make new ideas happen. That's a lot of the people that have invented things in the past have had ADHD or autism because we have a, a, an interesting way of seeing the world, an interesting way of, of dealing with things, how our brain makes weird association with things. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I had conversa I've had many conversations with people that are neurotypical that they always go like, um, I always go like, uh, so let's say like, uh, just an exaggeration of it, but uh, like, I could be like, sandals are like gloves for your feet. And that is, uh, that's just a, a dumb example. It's stupid. Like, that's not true. Uh, but... Like, just an example of how my mind would work on associating things like that. Things that are, in a way, could be considered, like, items that are similar, but they're not. Uh, it's more would be, like, socks and gloves are similar, in a way. Socks and gloves, because they go <laughs> on your hands and your feet. But a, per uh, a neurotypical person would be like, oh, that makes no sense. I don't understand where you're going or where you're following if I'm, if I'm talking to someone else with ADHD, I can make like, like little analogies. So that's why we talk a lot with analogies, uh, people with ADHD, so that other people can understand what we're going through. Like we come up with a lot of analogies, like this is something, and we mean this thing, uh, <laughs> because our brain connects everything. Like, I, I've connected basically, like, a bunch of different things, uh, a, lot, a lot of different topics and shows or, or movies or, or a, a lot of stuff like that. I've connected it all together in my own mind. Um, so, yeah. It, it, it's something that it's, uh, it's pretty cool. A strong sense of fairness. Oh, yeah. After living with accommodations or perhaps struggling without them, people with ADHD know that fair doesn't always mean equal. They understand that neurodivergent people need different things to succeed in their commitment to helping whoever they can. Yes. Uh, I feel like our sense of fairness is very stable. When somebody's getting bullied, when somebody's getting mistreated, uh, we want to step in mm -hmm. because we believe, hey, like that's not cool. Uh, we are people that try to strive. Well, this is why we made a podcast <laughs> for, for the people that, that don't have a voice that, that we are a, a small percentage of people. Uh, but I've, I've, I've met so many people with uh, ADHD or autism or any like neurodiversity that I am tired of seeing them or t uh, hearing them tell stories of, of them being mistreated within the church or outside or in their schools just because people don't understand what ADHD or or neurodiversity is in general. 
and the thing is, I don't know if this has to do with, related to this, but even though stuff that we have gone through, because we also been through so many stuff, we also say to our mind, I want to protect them and like defend them because I don't want them to go through the same stuff that I have gone yeah. through. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's a, it's a strong sense of fairness. Uh, and we know like when somebody does something wrong, uh, like they that that person the person that's getting hurt doesn't deserve that uh and it's something that we think about and we actually go and do something about it because uh, we don't want to see people getting mistreated exactly right willingness to take a risk Oh, yeah. Thomas Edison, who may have had ADHD, put all his efforts toward inventing the light bulb, even when it seems impossible. In the end, it took him more than 3,000 tries before he made a functioning light bulb. But the victory was immeasurably sweet because he had uh, to risk a lot and failed even more to make it work. Yeah, uh, that's really fun uh, because a lot of psychologists and stuff like that are now studying people in history to see if uh, would the descriptions of, of, of who they were match up with different psychological neurodiversities. Neurodiversities have existed since before vaccines and stuff like that because people want to blame things like that all the time for our creation of autism and stuff like that, and that's just stupid. Uh, people with autism, ADHD, and neurodiversities have existed uh, for years, those were the people that created and, and made buildings and all those things. Those were the people that made inventions and, uh, and, and, and stepped outside of the natural or of the social norms. Uh, those were the kind of people that were able to make a change in our societies. Uh, diverse people have been always shunted and been treated uh, unequally and like crazy people. <clears throat> but at the end of the day, a couple of years later, we're seen as brilliant minds. Uh, it, but it's still, I, I'm still bothered sometimes by the fact that once every time somebody tells me like, and they don't do it out of malice. They don't do it because they're bad or anything like that. It's just ableist. Ableism is something in society that's really, really loud right now but like when people say like oh you don't it doesn't seem like you have adhd or autism because you're so smart well well yeah (laughs) (laughs) i am autistic or i have adhd i am smart (laughs) like i don't like it's because or thanks uh to it part of it so yeah Spontaneous. Yes. (laughs) As ADD attitude blogger Allison Larkin points out, acting on impulsive sometimes results in a wonderful things. A totally unplanned drive to New England in the middle of a snowstorm brought her to a town she will fall in love with and later move to. Found out what your spontaneity can do for you. Yeah, it's something that being spontaneous is, uh, is really fun. And it's something that we do to change things up. Uh, again, it's pretty cool in a public setting because sometimes we're doing something, our friends are getting tired or our friends are getting bored, 
and we come up with a new idea to kind of be like, hey, let's do this. And, and, and we all have fun. Uh, we have a, whole, a really good sense of humor. We do. Uh, we're really funny. Again, not because we try. It is it's by accident. It's by accident, but it's fun. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> Constant surprises. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were able to just like, hey, like, I, uh, there's this new thing. And I am just surprised by it every single time. Even, even like, even with, like, things that we have done before, uh, we get surprised every time. It's really fun. It really is. I mean, for the type of person that I am, like, an example, if I were to find something that I have lost a long time ago and I say it, and I see it again, I'm like, oh my goodness, it's here. But here's the thing, like, I don't, like, not only when I first find something, but even if I already found it and then the next day I see it again or if I see a ladybug or even something, I'm like, oh my goodness. And it's something I always do every time. Like, I I will get surprised very easily. This one is one of my favorites. Last of the Romantics. We are romantic. Uh, we are amazing. Uh, Meg yes, and I, yes. Meg and I are are hopeless romantic. Uh, the two of us, we're we're hashtag cute couple. Uh, but uh, but read it because it's really cool. All right, spontaneously outside the box creativity. Uh, a happy couple with ADHD sits on a couch. Spontaneous outside the box creativity and heightened energy all traits of people with adhd in pizzas to romantic interludes adults with adhd are known for showering their partners with affection and forever believing in the power of love even when their relationship hit a bump in the road yes the power of love is strong i always tell meg that i I will never stop loving her, and it's that that's the truth. <laughs> like I, you're stuck with me. Uh, even like I, I always say that only only God can separate us if that's if ever if that ever comes, because I I don't think I, I could just stop loving someone. I always tell him that he's like clearly stuck with me. Yes, forever. Engaging con converse. Engaging con- conversational skills. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we're good at conversations uh, because we change it up a lot. We have different topics to talk uh, every single time. Yes. Uh, we're not good at small talk. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No small talk. I talk a lot. So when it comes to a conversation, I, I'm going to babble a lot. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> Compassion. Oh, very compassionate. Uh... Yeah. People with ADHD are known for their compassion toward others and willingness to lend a hand. As proud Mama D. Bowling said after her son was awarded Student of the Month, I'd rather have a kind, cooperative kid than a smart aleck who gets straight as without trying. Yeah, I feel like uh, 
if I see someone that that needs help, I'm gonna try to help that person. Uh, I, I, I've run out to so many people that are just like carrying something or, or stuff like that. And if I am going through that direction, it, like, because usually when I come out of my home, I, I am like very busy and I need to get somewhere. Uh, sometimes I'm not able to be compassionate all the time. But as much times that I can, if I had any money on me, like I would give it to people in the street. Like uh, I would go and get food for someone, like if they needed to. Like I, uh, I try. To, I I just it just comes out of me. I don't. Um, it's something that I love about it as well. I love about having ADHD. It's just this 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 compassion that I feel for people. Being here with me. Persistence. Lisa Arl's daughter has ADHD, dyslexia, sensory processing disorder, and she can only see out of one eye. Does she let any of this stop her? No. As her mother writes to her, you write, draw, paint, film, add, invent, create, and dream. You set your signs on something and do it. No disability has stopped you from pursuing what you want. Thousands of other persons and people with ADHD do the same every single day. Yes. Uh, and again, this doesn't apply to everyone. Uh, but most of us with ADHD, we even when we have different disorders, even when we are going through hard situations, we always try to push forward no matter what. Like both my arms were broken. Uh, and I thought, uh, I, may, I, I thought for a bit that maybe I would lose uh, completely my arms, right? But uh, but I still kept a positive. Uh, I, I still kept a positive uh, mind. I still went forward, and uh, my arms healed thanks to God. And after that, I feel so good. Like I feel so much better uh, about the fact that like I, I don't look back and I get I don't I don't get sad anymore. Like I I just I'm so amazed by the fact that. I'm, my hands work, my arms work properly without any problem because I just kept going. Uh, I didn't give up. I was always positive. The people, the, the 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 people in the line, like they gave me a line for like if I had like any suicidal or depression or stuff like that. Um, and I did. I was depressed. But what the person in the line told me, the the person who I was calling or called me, sorry to know if I was depressed or wanted to kill myself or stuff like that. Uh, I would tell her like, I am, I am depressed. I know I'm depressed, but I want to keep going forward. Like, I don't want to give up. I have so many dreams. I have so many things I want to do and I want to make. And she would tell me that she was so amazed by the fact that I knew that I was depressed, but that I, I do. I wanted to continue forward with my life. As someone who gone through stuff, uh, one of the biggest impact that hit me in my life was when I lost everything, like my house, my items, and everything. And I had to go to house to house, even live in a hotel, live in to family. Like even though the amount of of stress it was for me and my family, even for me in school. I had it to keep up my, not had it to, more like it's something 
myself was thinking that, you know what, everything's going to be fine. And I mean it because God has everything in control. And, yes. you know, even through all this time, I will always have that not fake smiling, not even forced smiling, but that have that positive attitude that I will go and show it to everyone. Yes. And one occasionally someone did tell me that, are you okay though? You feel okay? I'm like, I know that half of my mind is not because I know that what I have lost is something that I can never return it back again. But I do have a positive mindset that everything will be okay. And look, it did turn out okay. I have an amazing boyfriend here. I now live not really my own house, but a beautiful place where everyone is so nice and kind. And it's usually we have our own room. And, you know, it's something I always tell people that it's not me who's forcing myself smiling or I'm forcing my happiness. It's something that it just comes it out just of comes me. Out, yeah. Uh, Meg is one of the biggest examples of, of how amazing uh, ADHD can be in, in someone's life. Uh, Cause she has gone through so, so, so much. But she's so strong, and she has, like, if if you know every if you knew everything that she has gone through, uh, you would wonder how is she still here with us? How is she still alive? How is she still going? Uh, and of course, it's thanks to God, but it, He's the one that gave us, uh, or He's the one that allowed us to have ADHD. So we believe that he did that so that we would be able to go through those things and still come out. Yeah, I want to thank God so much that I was diagnosed with ADHD. Because without it, honestly, I wouldn't be here right now. Yes. Uh, and again, this doesn't apply to everyone, but uh, we have gone through it. We have experienced it. So as always, this podcast is about... Uh, what we have gone through and we try to bring other people to talk about what they've been through. Mm -hmm. And most, for the most part, the other people that we have gone through and spoke to other people in the neurodiverse community, they seem to be also in a very positive light in a very positive mood in a, in a very positive way. Uh, I believe it's because we still have that hope in, in, in God and Christ Amen. maybe. Uh, but most of the, uh, we also believe that what we have is not just some, some kind of burden is something that is part of us. Yes. And it, it's not only bad, there are good things about it too. Uh, e even if the bad is really hard to live with, uh, the good is also there and we can't ignore the good. Superstar creativity. <laughs> we are very creative. Uh, many of us can do so many things because we change the way we create things almost all the time. What were you reading there? Uh, famous people with ADHD, which I didn't know until I'm reading it now. Um, famous people with ADHD include singer Justin Timberlake, Jeff Alex Henderson, and the comedian Howie Mandel. Not to mention dozens of others. People with ADHD are are often highly intelligent and creative, and these famous faces prove that your diagnosis 
will only hold you back if you let it. Yes, exactly. Don't, again, don't, don't look at a person where they did she and be like, wow, you're so, like, you, you don't seem like you have ADHD because you're someone smart and talented. Please don't. No. No. It's, it, you should be thanking, thanking the ADHD because it's what makes us so smart and talented. It's what helps us. It's part of it. Like, it's not just that, but it helps us be those things. Uh, yeah, well, what else do we have? And... <laughs> I don't know what that word is. Advocacy? Adv- 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 advocacy. 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 If we're saying it, if you know the word, please correct us anywhere in our social media. Um, these days, it seems like everyone is an ADHD expert, quote unquote. Yeah. And the media often portrays the disorder unfairly. Yes, Living with the disorder or parenting a child with who does allows you to always be there to correct negative percep- perceptions and spread awareness. Your personal experience and unique perspective on the situation may change a mind. Yes. Uh, I, I don't know what that means, the word, but that is true. That's literally what we're doing right here. We like to advocate. Oh, is that the word? I think you said it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Advocate for ourselves. <laughs> word i just have never seen it written down <laughs> we like to advocate for ourselves because uh uh we know that there's so many so many like us yes. out there that uh, and we want them to feel like they their voice can be heard that they should talk about what they're going through their struggles or problems because this society needs to begin to see adhd and autism and every neurodiversity out there as something something that is just part of life that it's not just this weird crazy thing that somebody has and 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 i feel like uh, yeah <laughs> another thing um before we move on um i'm pretty sure in tiktok and many other social medias some teenagers will say oh i have adhd this and that and you know i'm not saying i do not believe them but you need to be careful what you believe to nowadays days because apparently mostly everyone has adhd oh yeah there's a lot of people that nowadays are saying that they have adhd uh but most of the time uh sorry if there if you hear that in the background (laughs) that's a phone from someone here in the where we are uh, they're answering it right now give it a second okay so uh, <laughs> uh, okay so um, I don't think I'm gonna cut, out, cut that out I don't I just want to post this episode with <laughs> as much uh, the way it is um, so what were you talking about Something about faking your disorder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if you... Uh, there's a lot of people nowadays that say that they have ADHD, or they say, like, everybody's a little bit ADHD. Uh, things like that. People just... 
a bunch of self-diagnosed people that are like saying they have ADHD, but not only ADHD, I have tics, Tourette oh, disorder, yeah, yeah, OCD, yeah. I have this and that. And some people that are misinformed about their own ADHD. There's so many people out there that don't even know what they the ADHD is for. Like they get ni- diagnosed, but they don't know what they have. I was one of those people that yeah. I was diagnosed with ADHD, but I didn't know about it. Yeah. Uh, what else? Contagious motivation. This is my alley. Yes. Uh, we are very motivating. Uh, we Because we motivate ourselves a lot in life. We try to motivate ourselves to do things. So we are very good at motivating other people to do things. Yes. High energy, high energy is contagious with... When those around you see you drive passion and knack for out-of-the-box thinking, they'll be inspired to push for their goals as well. Yeah. I mean, we're like, yeah, actually, it's a good example. I mean, good explanation about contagion motivation because, I mean, mostly my friends, when when I tell them that, hey, look what I drew, and I worked so hard on it because I'm so hyper-focused, I was hardcore on it, and you're like, Girl, you just gave me motivated to do it. Yeah. And pretty much many other ADHD, maybe not all, but for some, we're like a virus for motivation. Yeah, definitely. Well, so we got... The last one. Okay. Um, Punctual. Uh, a lot of us with ADHD... Um, haha, gotcha. A lot <laughs> of us with ADHD uh, are not very punctual, Right. But I've learned that many of us could be. And the way you do that is by being two hours early to everything. Uh, <laughs> one hour, one hour early. That's how I always get punctual. Like, I believe that many of us struggle with getting to somewhere uh, early or being in time. Yeah. So I believe that a lot of the people with ADHD nowadays, they do get to places in time. We, 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 we know that we're going to take a long time to get to somewhere. So we are always going to, and we know that we have a lot of problems with time management. We do. So we, we kind of just get, I, I think that the, the ADHD people I know, they all get to places earlier than they should. Like one or two hours before. I'm the type of person who I need to be there earlier than yeah. everyone else. Yeah. So the article is saying that that was a joke. But I think it's real. Like, we are very punctual people if we want to. Like, because there's people with ADHD that don't want to admit that they are bad at time management. So they get late to every single thing they do. But if you admit to yourself, this is the thing with diagnosis and this is the thing. When you don't admit you have something, you are making your life harder. Yeah. Because yes. you're you're struggling against something that you have, but you decide, no, I'm not. I don't want to have it. I don't need it in my life. I don't have it. Yes, you do. Uh, and you need to understand it so that you know how to face through things. For example, punctuation. If you are late to things because you, you know, like you struggle with that, like get places one hour early. <laughs> uh, I think it's pretty simple, but hey. Uh, anyways, that is all for today. We are back again. Uh, our next episode is probably going to be, uh, a guest episode. Yes. With, with someone. 
uh, and what I want to I want to keep it as as a surprise because you don't really know them. But I'm excited for that episode to come up. What were you gonna say? Uh, I was no. I'm gonna wait until the guests come because um, all I'm gonna say is that he got baptized. Okay. Yeah, that's all. It was a surprise. That's nice. That's nice. Uh, so yeah, thank you for listening once more to our podcast. Uh, it's been a wonderful time. Uh, uh, we we've had a wonderful summer, and we're well, we're we're excited to come back. Woo! Yes. See you on the next one, everyone. See ya.